0: Episode 22 of Chirpin' DMV. We've got a packed episode for you this week. Uh, AB, the caps three games under their belt already, and we have a loaded weekend of games around the DMV with college and junior teams. So with that being said, let's introduce the boys, or just AB, because it's me and you again, buddy. What's up? How was your weekend?
1: Uh, pretty good. Uh, shout out to Drew Lance and the newly Danielle Lance. They got married this weekend, so uh, it was a fun wedding uh, in the Crofton uh, Crofton Country Club up there. A lot of dancing, a lot of boozing,
0: uh, so yeah, it was a good time with family and friends out there. There we go. I did not do too much. Um, sat around because I can't do much because I bought a brand new Jeep three weeks ago, and then I totaled it last week. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm that, stuck. Um, but watch West Virginia get their ass kicked. Watch the Skins get their ass kicked, and. Yeah. Got to see some Caps games. So with that being talk? said, he is to See ya. Uh, also watch the Nationals get their ass kicked too. Yeah, sure. um, so with that being said, we got something for you guys. We're going to start doing it every episode to kick off the episode. It's uh, I guess we've got to think of a name for it, kind of a scoreboard rundown for you. Um, so let's get into it, shall we? All right, baby. The Caps went into the Blues Banner tonight and went down quick, but the Russian machine would break. Break the zero on the scoreboard, that that is, as he nets his first of 59. And the Caps come back and win 3-2 in OT.
1: Samsonov shows that another Russian machine doesn't break. Barry Trots can only squin in arcade games in the Island as their only goal its way into the net. The Caps City in the Islanders 2-1. Ooh,
0: Rod the Bod coming to D.C. for the Caps' home opener and he rocked the red after coming back down 2-0 to spoil the Caps in OT.
1: And we're off to the Richmond Generals. What's better than General or Patriots? This weekend, they the Generals as they leave the Army. As they bitch-slap the Potomac Patriots for a
0: 4 Ooh! The Turtles came out of their shell this weekend as they were singing, Sweet Caroline, eat shit, put. After throttling the Panthers for 17 goals this weekend and a clean sleep over University of Pitt. Uh, BT BT, beats JMU 10-0 as Turkey Gerke and the Hokies grabbed up. Whooped up on JMU.
1: Oh, The D1 and D2 Liberty
0: Flames stayed hot, hot, hot as D1 rolled the tide and D2 beat the, you know what, we're not going to go there. Out of state, Penn State, Nittany Lions combined 4 0 on the weekend for the
1: Flames. It was a no fly zone at the Naval Academy. They beat Air Force 9 0. They beat beat on 4 3.
0: All right. There we have it, our scoreboard, our little roundup there. We're going to be giving it to you every week. We're going to change up that music for you, a little bit of Hockey Night in Canada theme, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of the other. So, AB, as we mentioned, the Washington Capitals are off to a 2-0-1 start. So let's start there. Banner Night, the Blues. Um, Thoughts on the game. We go down quick. Uh, A lot of emotion there. We just did the same thing the year before. Um, so how'd you feel about the game how'd you feel about some of our new players uh just Dalton general
1: uh so we had a couple slow starts to the uh to the first two periods um first period definitely a slow start obviously as uh, they they score early uh, i thought we regrouped quickly um and on, honestly i thought we looked great that game i thought we i thought we kind of dominated the the most of the game uh ov shows that he still got it he's ripping but he that shot that he had like the puck was at his feet. I don't understand how he got that. It's off. it's Ovi, baby. It's, yeah, that's it, what it is. It's all it's all wrist, and at thirty four years old he's he's still pulling it off. So uh hopefully he continues to do that. Um Yeah, and then TJ did, was that? No, that was against the Islanders. I'm already getting ahead of myself. Um Jacob Vrana had a good start. He's been looking good. He's been our fastest player, I think. Uh it looks like he's gonna score twenty five to thirty goals this year. I would say minimum thirty. Up. Yeah, he's looking great um and then yeah i guess minimum we kind of we kind of just took over that game and the the blues uh again they they came off real emotional just like uh we were last year when we trounced the Bruins seven nothing but uh if you forgot yep uh but yeah we uh, they did a really good job of regrouping and uh getting that game under their yeah
0: own. so th- kind of gave me flashbacks of ours um bias yep. gets on the board quick 53 seconds in and petrangelo uh it's a two nothing game it, could get out of control there, and then like we said, our captain baby is first of 59. Yep. Um, gets us on the board. It's a 2-1 game. We started to settle down a bit. Then Orlov in the second period, uh, from Jensen and Eller, uh, power play goal, which we, as we know, has not been our strong suit this year so far as our power play. And then Jake the Snake, who was buzzing that entire game. Um, yeah, he was. Gets us gets us on the board in overtime. It's an assist from Carlson Carlson and T J Oshie, and we spoil, um, St Louis Blander night. So. There it is. We're we'll off to a one zero start, and then right after that, um, we got to the island. Barry Trotz, baby, the Islanders' caps legend,
1: and uh, Jacob Ron on the board again, uh, again showing he's our fastest player, and he could be—he's—he's going to be a huge threat, especially on the second line, uh, depending on when Kuzi or Cousy gets back next game. Correct? He's come back tonight for um, Dallas. So I don't know what they plan on doing with the lines yet. Um, he was
0: practicing on the third line center. He was practicing his third line center on yesterday, Monday.
1: That's that's interesting. I guess they don't want to shake up that uh, line. And
0: TJ and the Snake have been very good, and that yep. third line has been terrible. Yeah. Um. The fourth line, however, Leipzig has I thought played great in all three games. Yes, Hathaway he has. has played great. Um.
1: He's yeah. he's got that. He's he's kind of like Carl Hagelin a little bit, where he's got that. He's got that speed to his game. He's dude. He flies down the wing. Oh, for sure. Leipzig and. Uh, I like I like the passion that Hathaway's been playing with. Um, I think he's trying to you know kind of win over the boys here here early, and I think he has. Um, not in the Islanders game, but uh, I think the last game against Carolina, his his first goal, uh, kind of off a turnover that Leipzig causes. Two goals
0: um, The second one got called back.
1: Uh, yeah, right. and Leipzig just buries her uh, right in front of the net as he uh, as he picks up the turnover that uh, Leipzig caused. So
0: Yeah, like you said, Vrana gets us on the board first, assisted by Eller and Gudas, and then Tays on the Islanders would break Samsonov's shutout, and, but that would prove to be the only goal they got all game. I thought Samsonov was incredible.
1: Yep, um, good start, good start. We need to see like, that more.
0: A little Hopi-esque. He was kind of leaving the net. He was going behind. He was playing the puck a good bit, which I love to see because I love a good aggressive goalie. He just didn't expect it in an NHL debut. Yeah, and you'd, you'd kinda want to sit at home.
1: Yeah, he's playing pretty um, aggressive. Make it a
0: little easy, kinda play it safe a bit,
1: but and, and he made some athletic saves. There were some there were some diving back post saves. Uh I I forget when when this play happened, but it was uh the the Islanders player, he kinda carried the puck behind the net. He he was real patient with it. It was actually a great play. He tries to tuck it short side, almost like a wraparound, but he, stretch, he lays out his entire oh, yeah, body.
0: Yeah, yeah, he went He went spread eagle on that yeah. one. Uh, one of his uh, 25 saves. Yep. So, like I said, I, if not for that pinball bounce. that just got thrown on that went off three caps and eventually off Gudis' Yeah, that was eight. lucky as hell. And he could have gotten in. a shutout. That would have been a shutout, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, Vrana um, and then TJ Hoshi on a power play um, gets a wraparound tuck. Um, so, big win for the Caps. We're 2-0. Um, and then we get into that Carolina game. We won't. Let's not talk too much about it because we're gonna make you listen to our Carolina Hurricanes, um, sled hockey episode where we go into that game in depth. But OT loss to Canes—they're trying to start a rivalry with us. It's kind of hysterical. Their fans are.
1: Yeah. Eh. I mean, they—they are getting under our skin a little bit. I mean, here. I mean, we got to pick up some wins I now. I think so.
0: Yeah, because uh, they keep beating us now.
1: Yeah, but it's 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 nothing like Pittsburgh. It's nothing like Philly yet. But if uh, if it keeps going this this way, then. Uh, it, it looks like we're going to have another rivalry. Man, there's, there's three teams that we that, – that's a third team that we already hate.
0: I mean, that's all right. I mean, you can feed that to me all day. So, fourth consecutive season of the Caps have started with a 2-0-1 record. Let me tell you what they did in those previous three seasons. Metro Division champs three times, one President's Trophy, and a Stanley Cup. Four seasons in a row, or 2-0-1, and we're winning hardware, so we'll take it. I like that. Um, we'll see what it goes. Especially, you're getting five to six points in those first three games without Kemper and without Kuzi. Not bad. We'll take it. Yep. Uh, especially seeing as that who we're playing against. I mean, you got to go to Blues Banner Night. You go Friday night on the island, and then you have a back-to-back for your home opener. Yep. Against Carolina, the team that beat you in the play- first round of the playoffs yep, last year. That's some fucked scheduling, but
1: three playoff teams.
0: I mean, come on, that's tough. So, best part about. The Carolina game. Uh, we got a new good boy in town. The Caps, baby. Got a team dog. I saw um, that. <laughs> the boops most all around most for him. The cutest dog um, I've ever seen Captain, he came out of the, the Hummer, I guess, or the Caps Jeep with Ovi. Came down the red carpet. Uh, Captain, a 10-week-old yellow lab. Um, awesome. So, Caps partnering with America's Vet Dogs. Um, Captain undergoes basic training with the Caps. Gets a lot of boops. Head scratches for the next month or so while he's piling around the rink. Um, and then it'll be a f- future service doggo. Um, when he's done with the cap, so he'll uh, bark his way back to uh, New York and be with a um, disabled veteran or a first responder with disabilities at no cost. So that that's, that was the best part of the night. But I will, fair warning, if we're losing games every time that dog's at the rink.
1: Uh-oh. Tsh- can't can't take him?
0: I mean, he, he just can't come to the rink. I mean, we can still give him treats and head scratches, but you can't come to the rink if you're going to be the reason the Caps are losing. Maybe he's got to go to the
1: practice rink, maybe. I don't know. He's got to watch the game somewhere, though.
0: He's got to do something. But All right, so tonight, Tuesday, the Caps are playing the Dallas Stars. This is a Stanley Cup preview, and this could not possibly be wrong. So, Caps <laughs> Stars, Stanley Cup preview. Dallas is coming into D.C., Um, we got a nice little Pacific slate here, or central slate, I should say, sorry. Um, Four straight central teams before our next episode, two home, two away. Let's start with Dallas. Uh, We have them twice, Tuesday at home, Saturday on the road. How do we feel about the um, stars coming into town, and what are we looking for with Koozie back and uh, whatnot?
1: Uh, I think think we should need these two points right now because Dallas is not looking great. Uh, They're off off to to a a slow start. Yeah, they're off to a slow start right now, so I think we need to take advantage of that um i don't know i obviously we don't watch many western conference games but i don't know if sagan or ben i don't know if they're contributing or not i know the owner last year we're kind of giving them some shit and that's when they turned shit around that's
0: but when they turned everything around and um, started firing
1: and then they have their new additions with pavelski and cory perry so they're definitely a dangerous team even though they have a slow start um but yeah i think we need, those, we need these two points. I mean, obviously, is probably most likely going to play.
0: Yeah, um, so off to an 0-3 start. Um, yeah, looking at goals, not too much. I mean, uh, Rope Hintz has three for him, and then you got Mattis, John Mark with one, Mira Heskinen with one, and Tyler Sagan with one. Everybody else off the board.
1: This Hintz guy could have a breakout year this year, he too. Uh, he, he looked pretty good last year, and I think he's just only going to get better because he's got, pretty young. You
0: got four guys with goals. You've got a team that is, like we mentioned, um, 0-3, they've lost to Boston, they lost to St. Louis, and they've lost to Detroit. Um, so this will be their third straight road game Tuesday um, when they come here. But then they go play Calgary on Thursday, and then they welcome us into town on Saturday. So it's obviously tough. a good team. They're going to want to turn something around here quick, but right. we might be catching Dallas in a good slump right. for us. Right. Not for them. It's we, it's we might also be a dangerous Dallas team in a lull.
1: It could be one of those – I mean, it's too early to call it a trap game in the season, but you're in that situation where you're trying to get your first win under your as da, as the Dallas Stars, you're trying to get your first win under your belt. You're getting a little bit desperate. I mean, 0-3 is a bad look. 0-4 uh, is even. The
0: only even, stud that's on the board is Tyler Sagan.
1: Yeah, no, and 0-4 and is an even worse look. So I think they're they're going to definitely come in hard, and they're they're desperate for a win. They need to, because that's a that's a tough division they're in.
0: Yeah, very tough. And yeah. speaking of that division, we head to Nash, Vegas on Thursday, playing the uh, the Predators. Um, as of right now, they're one and one. They beat Minnesota, they lost to Detroit. Um, tough team, tough place. Yep. A little bit of a change up in their lineup. I mean, Caps legend Flip Forsberg leads that team with two goals. Arvidsson with two goals. Ekholm with a goal. Duchesne five assists in two games already.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're they might have the best team on paper besides Tampa Bay. Uh huh. Um, they're just they're stacked all the way through the lineup. Uh, it re- again, it really depends on Rene, I think for their success, which I think he's a very beatable goalie. I mean, obviously he's been an inc- he's had an incredible career, but I think he's a beatable goalie. I think there's another two points that we need. Uh, we're on the road for this game. We're correct. Yep. Um, yep. 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 So yeah, as really I think it all it'll come down to special teams with us. Uh, I think at five on five, we can beat anyone. Uh, we need to really pick up our power play going 0-6 like last game. Especially not great. coming
0: off of, yeah, like you just said, an 0-6 outing. So, tough central site here. So, like we said, Dallas at home at Nashville, at Dallas, and then Monday night, the game you're going to, the return of Caps legend, Mr. Game 7, Andre Burkowski in the Colorado Avalanche. So, Berkey, been getting solid second-line power play time. He's yep. got an assist already. Um, Colorado, 2-0 um, so far to start the season. They've beaten Minnesota. uh, and they have beaten Calgary, so two big wins to start the season for them. This Colorado will, coming in hot.
1: This will be my uh, first time seeing McKinnon in person, so it's going to be very exciting to watch him play. Um, he's going to be he's going to be tough to handle. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that we're going to have Backstrom line uh, line up against him pretty much. I would imagine yes. Um, so yeah, let's see what Backstrom can do defensively. Kind of sh- hopefully we can. Contain him a little bit. I don't think you can really shut down Nathan McKinnon. Mika Rantanen is off to a hot start with four points, too. Uh, they picked up Donskoy in the offseason. He's a solid depth player. Well, I mean, they got Landis Skog, and then they have their uh, rookie Kale McCarr back there, or Kale Maker, Stuck. McCarr. Yeah, the other uh, one. Yeah, it's um, an all Garrett Garnet thing. Yep.
0: And actually, we've been saying it all episodes. Samsonov. Apparently, it's pronounced Samsonov. Samsonov. Not doing that either. <laughs> Samsonov just flows. They, uh, they, speaking of our boy Burakovsky, he's got a tuck already. Um, I, I lied. He's, he's zero goals, one assist, yeah. one point. Um, like I said, getting second li- getting second power play unit minutes. What does he do when he comes back? Does he shit pump us for two goals? Or I does could, he just
1: play terrible? Uh, I could see him... Definitely scoring a goal. I could see him, yeah, piping piping one in at least. Definitely scoring a goal. So, um, fun fact, uh, who's he playing with, Nazem Kadri on that second line, you
0: said? Second or third line, I'm not sure. He's on second power play unit. He might uh, be on okay. third line wing. Gotcha. I'm not overly sure. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I haven't been watching many games. But this will be Colorado's first road game of the season. Uh, they're starting with... Four home games. Uh, wow. So we're their first road trip. So could prove to be tough for them. Yep. Uh, especially if they win three of four, maybe even four of four, and they're just feeling comfortable, and they come on their own, and we slap them in the mouth, that's fine with me.
1: Yep. Um, hopefully light up Philip Grubauer a little bit, you know, show him.
0: Don't hate it. Yeah. Don't hate it. Also, another Caps legend, Stanley Cup champion. So with that being said, Kuzi's coming back. What do we We don't know. There's no set timetable on Kempton yet, but Kuzi is a definite comeback. Um, how do we feel? What does he need to do? Um, what do you want to see out of him Tuesday night versus Dallas?
1: I wanna see him controlling the puck the entire time he's out on the ice. He needs to get back to that game. He needs he needs to have confidence. He's one player where he feeds off of his own confidence and if he doesn't have that, then he's just he he kinda of almost I don't wanna say he plays scared, but he plays a little timid. And he's he's been fragile in, in his career before, so yes. um
0: he might be loose point play- or Hopefully he's loose coming out playing this game.
1: Yeah, if he if he ends up playing on the third line, um, I say I, that
0: I, I would imagine they do it for a period and then bring him right back up.
1: Yeah, uh, if because if he if we're not playing well, yes, he he'll go immediately back up. But I think just regardless. Um, yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, well, he could dominate on that third line, and who knows if our if if it sparks but our they third push line, him
0: to the second line, or would they push him to the first line? Straight with Ovi and Wilson. Right, exactly. I that's mean, it, the question.
1: there's, there's, you have many options with these three centers. The
0: first or second line who have both played pretty damn well. Yep, including Tom Wilson, who has been hitting posts left and right. I know. and know. Playing out of his mind. Um, He's got
1: to bury one. He needs to
0: get one so he can get
1: up to thirty. Yep. Um, but back on to Colorado. Did you see the Zadorov uh, and who fought him? Oh, Milan Lucic and Zadorov. I did not. Was it sick? Uh, well, the wheels so Zdorov, I guess, I guess in the Central Division, he's kind of not a headhunter, but he kind of knocks some bodies around in that division. And against the Oilers, uh, he knocked – he hit someone pretty good. It was uh, kind of a dirty hit. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't that bad, but, I mean, people – Oilers fans were obviously up in arms. Milan Lucic goes over there and says, we're fighting. And Zadorov said, no, I'm not fighting you. And Milan Lucic just absolutely socks him in the face. Just – yeah, so Milonlucis, I don't know if he's gonna get suspended for that or not, cause it was definitely a soccer punch. But
0: no, I did not see that, so we'll have to see. Um, yeah, better mid- or no, I shouldn't say better or worse, or was it worse than Evander Kane' his three-game suspension for slashing the ref? Oh, ah, uh, well, yeah, you
1: can't Which really, really an touch. Interesting situation. Can't really, really touch the ref.
0: The ref, he slashed the guy. The ref was there. The ref didn't like it. The ref tackled him, and then Ryan Reeves chimed in and called Evander Kane basically he baby classified bitch. him as a triple b yeah a uh, baby, back bitch. baby so, back bitch um it is hockey season the caps are on their way so that brings uh probably my favorite segment so let's get into it guys you haven't heard it in a while but it is unleash the fury it's time to unleash the fury all right ab it's that time of year again unleash the fury we're taking uh Replies from Caps fans after losses after anything happens on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Uh, And we're going to read them. Uh, So first one here, these are all after the Carolina loss Uh, because obviously not too many people had bad stuff to say after starting 2-0. So here we go. I'm pumped to lose them again in the first round because we can't finish a damn game.
1: Wow, it's pretty early. Early to say this.
0: It it gets better though. So next one. Power play is embarrassing and I am having flashbacks from the postseason. Thanks. Jesus Christ. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, could someone remind me which coach is in charge of the power play? I think he left his clown mask
1: on the ice. You know what? I can't hate on it. I love <laughs> it. You know what we're still doing? Slingshots. Yep. I hate it. I knew I knew it was gonna come back at some point. Uh, next one, Braden Chokeby. That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Uh, Braden Chokeby. Are you kidding me? This is a good one because it has nothing to do with anything. I don't know. Cable company jacked up our package and want a big increase for me to get the games now. So sad. <laughs>
1: Dr. Have Dr. you heard, cable company? Yeah. I don't heard, know. Have you heard about the whole Colorado incident, too? They can't watch games or anything, Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's um, nuts. Next one. Get Holby out
0: of goal His time has passed. We have too much talent sitting on the bench in the AHL.
1: Yeah, his time has passed as a top five goaltender. It's, it's ridiculous. In the league Jesus. still. And
0: makes the cup champion. Wake up, bud. Last one here. Horrible defense. Coaching staff needs... I repeat needs to address the team and put some more effective techniques and better power play strategies. We can't let this shit happen that often.
1: Go Caps. All right. So well, constructive co- constructive okay. criticism. Our All first, right.
0: Our first unleashed a the fury of the season. We wanted to do this because we think it's hilarious going through social media and just seeing everybody flip a fucking lid for no apparent reason. Yeah. <laughs> One bad game, not even a bad game, just It's just an overtime loss. It happens. It's the third game of the season off a back-to-back, like we mentioned, and people are calling for Hopi's head. Get him out of D.C. Sure. Um, So, with all that being said, that's the Caps talk for the episode. Shall we get into some local hockey? Let's do it. All right, local hockey. Time to get into it every week Uh, with the season going on. We'll pick our team of the week. Um, High school hasn't started, so we're pretty much picking between junior and college teams. Um, There's only two of us here. I'll pick mine first. I'm going with the Terps. Terps did our Instagram, take her over on Friday, did a great job. Um, every Friday, guys, or Saturday, hop on, check out our Instagram. We have behind-the-scenes stuff with some of these local teams. So, yeah, like I said, Terps put a beat down on the Pitt Panthers, lighting up their tender, 17 goals in a homestand in Laurel. Um, they did start the season with the loss at Georgetown, but can't avenge that loss later in the year. But, like we said, Pitt Friday night eight to one win Saturday nine to three win um, Terps two and one on the season they are my team of the week what about you Av
1: all right my team of the week will be uh, Liberty the D two team as they start off seven and zero they're starting off hot this year uh, they, this weekend they beat Penn State 4 nothing in three to two two goal third period to erase a one, 2-1 deficit um, so yeah they've they've been looking pretty good they've outscored opponents fifty to five in the in the first seven games so. Yeah, they're my team of the week this year. And
0: this Liberty week. checking in on our first official D.M.V. college hockey power rankings. Um, like you just mentioned, 50 of five outscoring opponents in their first seven games. Uh, so let's just go down the list right here. Take a look at some of these teams. Stevenson, uh, the horses in the black, baby. Um, they're checking in at number two. Four zero oh start. Uh, split that. Split with West Virginia, uh, the one I was up there for. They was a closer one, but they handled them in that Saturday game. They beat. They did beat George Mason and they beat Westchester, so they're checking in at number two. Number three, AB, the other Liberty squad, D1, 5-0. and 0. Uh, They rolled Alabama 6 nothing and 8-3 this weekend. Uh, I mean, look at the scores of these teams. They've been beating, them, t- beating teams by 11-1, 10-2, 6-0 twice and 8-3. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Not too sure who's going to stop those guys. Yeah. Four, Eastern Shore, baby. You want to take a look at them? The Salisbury National the Team. Goals, the baby. The Gulls, baby. The National Team. Making the top five, huh? Yeah, top five. So, they beat Catholic 7-2. 5-1-1 um, one, one start. I mean, I'm not going to say it's because uh, my Reichen guys on the team now, but
1: it's going to have something to do with it, baby. Hey, man. <laughs> there's a little Lance on that team, too. There
0: is. There is a little Lance on that team. And our boy Bruning. Oh, and <laughs> You Andrew got like Bruning. half the men's league squad uh, on that team. <laughs> oh, shout-out <laughs> Looney Goons. Shout-out to the Looney Goons, baby. Uh, number five, checking in. Like you said, Turkey Gerke, six points already. 4-1, uh, 1-1. One, one one. they got a shootout loss. they got an overtime loss. Um, rolled James Madison 10 nothing after they lost an OT Saturday night in Morgantown. Uh, so all three losses by the Hokies this season, the OT, the shootout, the regulation, loss Ross, they've responded with 5-1, 8-5, and 10 nothing wins. So they're doing a hell of a job bouncing back. Um, the Terps, as we mentioned, just rolled Pitt at number six. We have a tie for seven. Um, Catholic University and George Washington, both 2-1. Um Catholic played both Salisbury teams this weekend. Split it. Um, lost to Salisbury's top team, seven-two. Rolled their bottom team, eleven-nothing. George Washington, on the other hand, Wake Forest, big win at the St. James, eight-seven. That was a shootout. Um, next up, number nine, our boys George Mason. Not to start. I don't. I don't think they wanted.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean, it's
0: been a rocky start. Right. Um, they have national tournament expectations. It's a two-three-and-one squad. Um, got a must win against Towson. You should say a team that's 0 6 to start the season. Your alma mater, AB. Yep. I mean, um, you they've might want to really figure dropped out off. what's going on with the Tigers. They've been dropped off, man. <laughs> um, and then they 0 2 loss on Friday night. So they're not behind the eight ball yet, but they got to pick it up. And then we got Navy D1 checking in. Um, solid, solid Division one ACHA team. Um, they're traveling to New Jersey and PSU Burks um, this weekend coming up. So that being said, let's just kind of go over what went down in the rest of the college world this weekend. So, as we mentioned, AB, your Towson Tigers. Off to a pretty dismal 0-6 start. Lost to Lehigh, 0-2. Lost to George Mason, 1-3. But the ladies, you mentioned them, Navy Navy women. Um, You check those scores out right there. Like you said, beat... Beat Air Force 9-0. Um, they're 5-0. and oh, 51 goals for in those five games.
1: I mean, that's not bad. That's not a bad start to the season there.
0: Yeah, we'll take it. Um, Georgetown sliding. They started 2-0. and oh. They've lost three straights since. Uh, as you also mentioned, Navy D2 uh, beat Army, but they did lose the Air Force. So they split their series against the um, against the Academies and the first Commanders-in-Chief hockey tournament. Uh, Salisbury's Patriot team lost that 2-7 game. Like we mentioned, they're 1-1. One uh, Old, Old Dominion, baby, um, down there in Southern Virginia. Popped off about 20 goals this year, or this weekend, I should say. They swept Nova. They're 2-2 two two on the year now. Um, and there's a lot of women's programs we have going in the uh, growing in the area, I should say. Um, Liberty D2 swept Delaware this weekend, beating them 7-4, or in 6-4. Uh, Towson t- took on George Washington. The Tigers skate away, 12-5 win for their first game of the season. The Towson Lady Tigers, not a big deal. Not bad. Uh, women's Maryland women's ice hockey team took the ice. We won't talk about it. <laughs> not great. Uh, JMU is still struggling, like we said. Lost 10-0 um, ten, ten to, to Virginia Tech. They're 3 on the year. they got a three-game homestand this weekend versus Kentucky, Maryland, and Louisville. They're going to try to turn it around, and then finally John Hopkins gets doubled up. 6-12 um, to 12 loss to Gettysburg in their
1: season opener. But it's good to see all these uh, all these programs coming out with women's teams this year. Um, yeah, there's a solid growth of it in yeah, high
0: school ranks and in the college ranks. But a lot of these women's teams, I'm looking up, um, six to ten players maybe, yeah. don't have jerseys or everything. Maybe in their first, second, maybe third year max, uh, they're starting teams. Uh, obviously, Liberty are two established teams. Uh, they have D1 and D2 women's, and then we have the Stevenson girls who are going to be starting their season soon here at NCAA Division three so
1: it's awesome to see all these teams pop up and i mean liberty i mean yeah they've been around They're they just have a great program going on and their right barn now is insane yep so um so let's take a look at some junior
0: hockey for the weekend as you mentioned in that scoreboard rundown richmond sweeping potomac um the premier team won six nothing saturday um and then would take down potomac again four three on sunday a little bit of a slimmer margin uh, they're now six and four with 12 points for third place. That drops Patriots, uh, Potomac Patriots, premier team down to three six and one. Uh, they're last in that Southeast division. On the elite side, it was the same story, different dudes. <laughs> we should say. I mean, the Generals would roll three nothing and eight nothing, shutting out Potomac all weekend. Uh, Richmond Elite eight and two, but third place in that Southeast. Still, as we mentioned, um, or uh, as we talked to RC like, as we talked to Nolan Murphy from Hamptons. That is the best division in the USPHL in both leagues. Um, so if you're 8-2 and two and only third in your division. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, what else can you do?
1: Yeah, it's a tough division then.
0: Um, Hampton Roads, tough, tough weekend between the two teams. Lost all four to the Carolina Junior Hurricanes. Uh, Rayler, Whalers' premier team at 5-3 and three now, fourth in the Southeast. The Elite Squad 4-3, four, 0-1, oh, fourth in the Southeast. And then Team Maryland up in new york they're off to a pretty hot start they just started last year in the ehl um didn't have a great season obviously it's your first season in the new junior league and everything but went up to apple core uh lost saturday three to six but came back one on sunday four to two so they're five four and one in second place in that mid-atlantic conference so that's not bad any thoughts on the junior teams this weekend uh the maryland black bears are off uh, but they're off to a pretty good start as well we'll get into the more into them more next week
1: yeah, I mean, starting off eight and two, and you're in third place, so that that makes all those division games just absolutely crucial. If you're, if you have three teams that are sitting better than eight and two,
0: yeah. So that'll do it for our local hockey roundup. Kind of a shor- not shorter episode this week, but no interview because, like we said, tomorrow we're dropping a Carolina Hurricanes sled hockey edition episode. Um, Shane Willis, Carolina Hurricanes is hopping on. Ab, anything else you want to add in before we get out of here and go watch Caps stars?
1: Nah, baby, let's go Caps. Let's hopefully uh, go 4-0 here this next week. All right, gents. And ladies,
0: we will see you next week.
1: Peace out, boys. I've been keeping myself so busy Person the misery Trying to find a peace in me I wanna be I wanna-